It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Open up your brown book, baby. It's for you, it's for us. The fantasies, no one can judge us. No one can judge us. This is for us. Open up your brown book, baby. Hey y'all, hey, it's your girl Shay Baby, and welcome to the Brown Book Series. Oh my God, I'm so super excited tonight. We have a wonderful young lady that's here with us, and she is so freaking pretty, y'all. I'm just letting y'all know. <laughs> this time next year, I'm going to have her hell. I just want everybody involved to know that. So please, y'all go get your friends, holler, go, you know, call them, hit them up, like, yo, 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 sister clock, sister clock. Uh, Brown Book Series is on. And then y'all know it's my birthday week anyway. So, you know, I'm celebrating with all my friends and stuff. So check this out. We'll be right back with contemporary romance author, Miss Bailey West. Brown Book Series presents Raw. Raw. Romance readers and writers experience. Save the date. October 28th and 29th, 2022. Brown Book Series presents Raw. Romance readers and writers experience. October 28th and 29th, 2022. At the Western Old Town of Alexandria. Featuring some of your favorite romance authors. Brenda Jackson. Beverly Jenkins. Iris Bowling. Deborah Fletcher Mello. And so much more. The Raw Experience will include book signings meet and greet, photo ops, vendors, shopping, surprise celebrity guests, and live performances. Registration is wide open at brownbookseries.com. Save the date, October 28th and 29th, 2022. Brown Book Series presents book series is on y'all did all right cool coming to the stage ladies and gentlemen please welcome the beautiful the talented contemporary romance author and motivational speaker miss bailey west hi bailey hi how are you I'm good girl how are you I'm wonderful you're wonderful girl i am I'm doing well i'm doing well and even if i wasn't i can't complain so hey fine. <laughs> Opo said, "God, still good, ain't he?" <laughs> <laughs> so what? Y'all see her hair? Yo, <laughs> this gonna be me. So I just want you to know, Bailey. So you see this next year on me. I, you know, copying art, all that. All that. And I also need like one of your pictures in the background. I need one. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> I like your picture in the background. Thank you, girl, honey. She's free, honey. She's free, honey. Yes. <laughs> 
had to keep her hidden sometimes because she <laughs> sponsors be like, what is she? <laughs> what is she saying? Like, just don't look at her too hard. Right, exactly. <laughs> don't exactly. look at her right, look at her too hard. Okay, so Bailey, how are you, girl? Like, what is it with Miss Bailey West? Because you got a certain type of Oh, y'all folks call it swag with you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, girl. You know, when you, you step into the room, you got a certain little jush with you. I was like, look at her. She all cute and things and got that confidence, that that crazy, sexy, cool vibe going on. So, yeah, we're trying to figure out how you get all that. So, let us know. Outside of the literary world, uh, what's it like to be Bailey West? What's a day in the life of Bailey West? So, um, I am a contemporary romance author, uh, full time, but I also have a full time job, right? So, um, yeah, I have two full time jobs. Um, right. Yeah. So, to be Bailey is to be busy, um, staying on the go, um, but still trying to balance, you know, that me time and making sure that I'm taking care of myself as well. But just, you know, not taking things too seriously and enjoying life as it comes because you just never know. You know, life is short. Girl, it's real short. You be here today and gone today. Not even tomorrow. Absolutely. Like this morning. Like Absolutely. Yeah. Girl, yeah. it's an absolute miss. So I heard that you were a, a avid romance uh, reader. And you was like, forget this. I'm tired of reading about it. Lord, let me write about it, honey. Exactly. <laughs> what made you decide to become a uh, a published author? So um, I started reading back in the day. You know, I was sharing books with the girls at the beauty salon. And we was reading, you know, all of the stuff. We was getting the uh, Black Expression books where you yes. get like, for a penny. <laughs> so back in the day, I was an avid reader for real. And then as, as life you know, got busy. I stepped away from it. And around 2013, um, I moved to New York City and I was riding the subway to work and I didn't have anything to do. So I was like, well, let me pick up some books and, you know, start reading again. So I went on Amazon and found um, some books first that weren't the ones that I really wanted to read. <laughs> <laughs> and um eventually I found my tribe, right? And so reading the books, I enjoyed them so much, but it was still a certain um something that was missing, like from my experience in love and in life. And so I was like, I think I could bring that to the table. So that's when I wrote my first book. I was like, yeah, it's a little different. It's a little um I don't want to Relate is really, really relatable. Good. Yes, really, really relatable. And then you know you still get the happy ever after all this stuff. But baby, it was some real struggles in that happily ever after, honey. Yes, yes. I was like, they better be happy for real, for real, like. <laughs> and uh, and you and these cliffhangers, I say, if she give me another cliffhanger, I mean, I go fight. And I, but I, but I like that some of them, you was like, uh, uh-uh, this is standing alone. No cliffhanger. I was like, ooh, thank you, Jesus. Like, my heart had kind of calmed down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and it's so crazy because you tell us it's a cliffhanger. I'd be like, okay. But you it, no. It'd be like, who shot JR cliffhanger? Like, you know, I was like, oh, she, oh, oh, she, she, she real with this. Okay. <laughs> she done been through some things. Okay. That's it. Now, 
Are you indie uh, uh indie published or traditionally published? I am traditionally published. Yep, I publish all my own books. I I've never been traditionally published. Do you want to ever try the traditional route? You know, I would I'm not going to say never. But the way that I have my business model set up now, I don't really see me doing it. No. Um, I have a plan to sustain myself as an no. independent author, and I don't really see myself going the traditional route. I think mostly because um, I just want to have the freedom to tell my own stories in my own time. Yeah. And um, with me having two full time jobs, I you know I don't um, I don't have the time to work for somebody else. So I would just rather work for myself. I understand that. I get that. That makes sense. That's what you call a boss. <laughs> we call we call it a boss. I love it. So when you so did you automatically decide to just be independently published, or I mean, did you kind of weigh the options a little bit? Like, what was it that made you say, you know what, forget it. I didn't even go try to do the whole traditional. Now I'm just gonna go indie, and that's it. So writing my first book was not so okay. To say it the best way, it was not my goal to be a published author. So when I wrote my first book, my goal was to just to finish something because I had started so many things that I hadn't finished. So I started sewing and realized I didn't have the patience to sew. And then I started making jewelry because I like jewelry and realized I don't, my eyes are bad. Like I can't pin (laughs) it, you know, know, um, and so I got to a point where it's like, I have to finish something. And so when I had this idea for this story, I said, well, I'm just going to finish it. And as I started finishing it, I said, well, I'm just going to put it on Amazon because why not? You know, and that's kind of how it came about. Um, So I didn't really think about anything else except just finishing something. And then once I got into the swing of it and it was just kind of my everyday existence to publish my own books and to do my own thing. I just never even really gave traditional publishing a a, a full thought. But I I will say that I think one of the things that kind of pushed me a little bit away from it in the beginning was when I was writing uh, Blue's Beauty, which is my first book. Mm -hmm. I um, talked to somebody asking them about publishing help and they gave me this astronomical number as far as, you know, how much it would cost them to help me not realizing at that point that that was, you know, that's more predatory than it is uh, publishing. But if people are going to do all that, then I could just do it myself. And so I think that I just fell into that vein and I haven't thought about anything else since. I know that's right. That's what I'm talking about, girl. I'm with it. I'm with it. And if it works for you, honey, yeah, let it do what it do. Exactly. Right. Speaking of working for you, it brings us to the first segment here, the Brown Book Series, called "Name That Book." Okay. We'll give you <laughs> a character or passage or something related to one of your books, and you have to name that book. Okay. Now, because you have a couple of series, it would give you um, a character name. It's the main character of that book. Okay. Okay. Put my glasses on, girl, because as you said before, <laughs> honey, let me tell you something about the eyes, baby. I said the Lord had to make me cute for the eyes. He didn't do nothing. <laughs> I know, maybe he just was sleepy that day or something. I know. <laughs> and he like, this is enough for her. I get her. She be a little bit cute and perfect vision. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> right. so he already knew. He was like, no, nah, let me that right there. I'm going to have to don't. Right. I, yeah, I appreciate it, boom. All right, I can take it. I'll take it. All right. Name that book. 
Here we go. Oh, wait. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm not looking for a main chick, side chick, wife, or baby mama. I'm not even looking for a friend. I'm an eternal bachelor. Um, that is um Ezekiel from Ezekiel's Passion. Girl, that's Ezekiel's passion, honey. Ezekiel yeah. was all hot mess, baby. <laughs> he was all hot mess. Okay, cool. Next up, name that book. Character Charlene Combs. Uh in in love. That was Charlie. In love. Yeah. In love. Yes. It's book three. Your lessons in love. Yes. You're doing good, girl. Thank you. Because some of the stuff I'll be remembering, but we'll get you all together. All right, next up. <laughs> Name that book. It wasn't just a job for her. When honing her skills with chocolate confections, she was in her element until she received a phone call that changed her life, honey. Come on with the reading. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is um, Loving Man. That is Loving Man. Yes. Okay, side note. Girl, what's up with that title, honey? And so, that book covers everything to me. Yeah, so Loving Man is actually, the man is the nickname of one of the characters in the book. And um, when I came up with the his name, I was like, oh, his initials are man. So that's when I named the book Loving Man. <laughs> I love it. Like I said, the cover on that book, I was like, oh, who's who, who, who holding? Like, yep. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, name that book. Oh, wait, hold on. Okay, here we go, y'all. <laughs> My team is like really shy. Can we get through one episode? I'm going to do good. Sorry for me. All right, name that book. I remember the first time I saw her when she entered the room, everything around me became blurry. Uh, that's my very first book, uh, Blues Beauty. Blues Beauty, yes, that's yep. the blue it is it Reverse. the blue it men series. Uh, blue it, yep, my very right. first book. Tell, yes, tell us a little bit about uh, the these blues brothers. Well, of course, your first novel. Yeah, so uh, Blues Beauty was my first book that I wrote. I released that in December of 2016. So it's it's coming up. I mean, what is that? That's that feels like yesterday, but that's okay. go now. Um, oh, wow. looking at the clock like wow, it's, 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 it's that was a while ago. Um, the anniversary. Thank you. I when I wrote Blues Beauty. It was um it was an idea that I had from watching. You know, how you could be sitting. And watching YouTube and just end up like down the YouTube rabbit hole and just, yes, girl. You know, just whatever. And so I came across a video of uh, Marvin Sapp, the gospel mm, singer, yeah. and he had recently lost his wife. Uh, oh, Melinda, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I was watching her funeral. And Oops. by the way, YouTube still gives me funeral recommendations <laughs> to this day. <laughs> girl, I was just crying over uh, Bishop John uh, shit funeral. When Karen got to start dancing, girl, I had to help really? her out, honey. I it took me out when they put the lid on the cat. Like I was like, this is a lot. Like I cannot. Hey, girl, you see when they they like marched it down the aisle? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. this, that church got in Christ, honey. I was like, no, no, no. 
Yes. Okay. That, that messed me up. So yeah. I thought that was so, just me. Okay. That's okay. Cool. Mm, I thought it was just me. My kids talk about me because I I will watch your funeral. But no, anyway, um, I was I was wondering, um, what happens to a man, um, in a position of you know in a public eye or you know leading a church or something like that once he loses his wife, like mm-hmm. how, how does he walk through that? And then I saw another video after his because I was in the rabbit hole and there was another pastor I can't remember his name and his wife had died like a year prior and he was still wearing a wedding ring oh, and so oh. it just started putting all of these ideas in my head like I wonder you know how do you how does this work and so that's where. Um, Blues Beauty was birthed uh, from um, using uh, some of my own experiences because a year uh, before I had released uh, Blues Beauty or maybe two years before I had lost my best friend to cancer and so I understood the struggle of watching somebody pass away you know so I just kind of poured all of my emotion into that book say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Girl, emotions, it was. <laughs> I was like, this is, um, this is deep. <laughs> but yeah. I loved all of it. I was like, thank you. Okay, thank you. I can do this. I can do this. So, okay. What? Okay, okay. So when you were younger, did you just, did you want to be an author? No, you already said you didn't want to be an author. You just said, I'm just going to read these stories and write this book. Yeah, when I, I say that, but when I think back, I know that I, I've always uh, been a journaler. Um, okay. I, I journal a lot. I uh, used to. I don't as much anymore. And um, thinking back to some of my, even in like my early 20s, um, I was, uh, I had insomnia. And <laughs> laying in the bed at night, I would tell myself stories to put myself to sleep. And I think- I too! Girl, we sisters. Yes, oh, my God! Okay. Yes. Yeah, so really I would excited. yeah, I would tell myself stories and I would fall asleep telling myself those stories. And I think that some of those stories that I told, which I can't necessarily remember, but I believe that those stories are just manifesting in my books now because I remember doing that for years. And so I know that I've always been a storyteller because I told myself stories, but I don't know if I ever really looked at 
becoming an author to tell those stories to other people. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Now the format of it because it's your it was your first book, um, Blues Beauty. So mm-hmm. the format of that, how did you know how to format a book? Did you have to take a class? Did you kind of like look at what other people's writing? Like, okay, I can do it like that, or how did that work? So, yeah, I studied a lot of what a lot of the other indie authors were doing. And then, look, I was in everybody's inbox. Anybody that answered me, I was asking questions. I was like, so now what size book are you supposed to use? I was pulling out my rule of measuring books I had purchased. Like I was, I had to learn it all. And because there is no one stop shop to get all that information. And so, especially for, for black authors, I'll say. And so um, I was all over the internet. I was in people's inboxes. I was listening to people's interviews because, you know, authors give tidbits during interviews. And I just compiled all of that information and I put it together of course I had to go back and redo it at some point because it wasn't the best uh but I I did it I found somebody to make me a cover um and then I made my own cover because I didn't like that one I learned how to do that um I learned how to format it by watching videos on YouTube and just put it together and and Amazon will tell you when stuff is wrong (laughs) oh you can fix it but yeah yeah I just learned on my own I absolutely love it. All right. Next up, name that book. Okay. Character. Lachey Hampton. Ooh, it's Lachey. Lachey? Somebody named Lachey in my book. (laughs) Oh, oh, Lachey. She is in uh, the Valentine's Quest. I was like... (laughs) And after I said Lachey out loud, I was like, oh, because I struggled naming her Lachey. Shay is a nice name. (laughs) I just struggled with it. I was like, I really don't want her name to be Lachey. But she, you know how some like characters sometimes can talk to you and kind of tell you who they are. And she's like, oh, that's that's just my name. You can't, I try everything. I changed her name seven times. Lachey's baby. You can't get rid of (laughs) that. Wait, did you get a name of the book? Yeah, uh, Valentine Quest. Yes, and when you really figure out where we was at, honey. (laughs) So, A Valentine's Quest. This book came out earlier this year, correct? Yeah. And that's that's your latest novel, basically. It is. Okay, babe, let me write another book. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about A Valentine's Quest. This was another good book, too. Yeah, thank you. So, Valentine's Quest was fun uh, for me to write because it's it's very short. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it, it, it talks about a, um, couple's, um, Valentine, Valentine's day. And he, he sends her on a quest to, um, find all of these things that finally, uh, lead to him. And I wrote this with, um, two other authors. Um, well, they did their own books and we combined them into a series, uh, mm-hmm. Tay Russ and Danielle Allen. And so we had had the discussion and we, Danielle was like, well, you know, we're going to make them sexy. So I was like, boom, like I just added as much sex in the book as I could. <laughs> and then I read theirs and they had like one sex scene. So, and it's so anti, like if you know our personalities, it was so different uh, what I wrote. <laughs> compared to what they wrote but uh i have fun doing it though that's what's up so do you like collaborating with um other artists so i have um a couple of times and i enjoy it i enjoy it because i learn um 
so much you you dealing with um you learn kind of people's uh flow and how they think mm -hmm. and how they create and it, it it you know if you do it right it'll help you you know help you enhance how you create and how you flow so yeah i enjoy it i love it i love it all right cool now how long does it take for you to complete a book Girl, so prior to 2021, I, I would have said, you know, three months tops. I, I don't, don't take no time, but I'm going to be honest and say that I have been writing a book since January and I, yeah, and I am still not, I haven't written the end yet. And I am, and it's not like, it's just this massive, like epic novel of a book. I just, I, I couldn't get through it. And I don't know if <clears throat> what I'm feeling this year is the residual effects of last year, um, because last year was hard. You yeah, know, last yeah. year, um, trying to be creative in the midst of a pandemic was yeah. a struggle. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I'm maybe coming from that, but, you know, just the, I think 2021 for me was harder than 2020. And that's crazy, but I, I really had a pandemic hangover. Girl, <laughs> what say? Is, it, is this something stronger than a hangover? Cause I, look, I, I struggled. And so, but typically it would take about three months or so to release a book. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I get that. I get that. Mm -hmm. All right. How many books have you written and <laughs> which one is your favorite? Oh, that's a good question because I don't know the answer to the second part. I, I've written um, nine novels and one short story, mm -hmm. um, and um, I, I, I'm a, I think my favorite is 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 in love. I mean, not in love. Um, Loving man, loving man of is my last one, and the characters are freshest in my mind. But I think historically, Blues Beauty probably is my favorite because they're the ones that spoke to me first. That started out with it. Yeah. Now, when you when you receive when you okay published everything, and then, you know everybody started buying your books and stuff, was you like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, yeah, yeah? I when I got my first review on Amazon, I flipped out. Like I could, I had two reviews, and I was hyped. You hear me? Like you talking about excited? <laughs> Somebody actually read. I was so. I mean, like, and I stayed like that hype through like 15, 20, 30 uh, reviews because I just didn't think people would read it. You know, I just it wasn't it wasn't my goal to make it what it is. You know, it was just my goal to finish something. And so when people when people understood it and was like, I love this. I was like, what? Like I was, girl, I was surprised. I was surprised. I, I mean, I stay surprised about the support that I receive. I still stay surprised when people say your books are good or I'll send a paragraph or something that I wrote in. And one of my beta readers or even my husband was like, that's really good. And I say, are you saying it's really good because you love me? Or are you saying it's really good because it's good? You know, um, it's still always that kind of feeling of, are you really here? But yeah, you know, I'm here. And so I'm um, just trying to make the best of it. But yeah. I absolutely love it. Yeah. And speaking of making the best of it, it brings us to our next segment here at the Brown Book Series called Who'd You Rather? Okay. Yeah, girl. We take the heroes from your books. We pit them against each other. You let us know who you want to ride that monkey for one night stand, honey. That's it. <laughs> no love. No, 
They ain't no love. I ain't no nothing. I'm talking about hit it, quit it. I'm from the side. We say knock them down. Who you All want right. to <laughs> knock down, okay? And tell us why, honey. Tell us why, girl. We want to know. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Who'd you rather? Samuel Valentine or Morris? Oh, Samuel Valentine, hands down. I mean, um, uh, L was uh, a G. You know, that guy was in jail. Uh, he was take, holding it down for his family. Then he mm -hmm. built this whole empire uh, with law. He was taking care of his brother. I mean, like, he's just, you know, he was that guy. Yeah, yeah, he uh he 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 just had that swag about him and yeah he could definitely yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay, we're going with Sammy. I went with Samuel too, honey. <laughs> All right, who'd you rather? Xander Northcott or Wesley Phillips? Oh, that's a that's a good that's a good question. Let me see, cause that's a good question. I know, girl. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Wesley only because I think that his experience, because he's a professional ball player, right? I think that. Oh, and she mentioned the thing that was behind the because he took a picture with naked with a, a baseball cap in front of his stuff, and she mentioned this. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Wesley. Yeah, You'll go with Wesley. Okay, Xander mm -hmm. Northcott, girl, his name. What where'd you what where you come up with his name from? I don't know. His 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 whole name is Alexander. Oh, um, right. Alexander. Um I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. Like, is he British or something? Like he is just oh. Alexander North Carolina. He's extra black. black. <laughs> he was extra black. But he sounded like money. <laughs> I said he was extra black. He said <laughs> <laughs> I like him. All right, next up. You're not gonna like me for this one, but I had to do it. Okay. Give it to me. Who'd you rather? Oh, pa Paxton all day long. You go go with Paxton oh my over Roman? Yeah, because Roman is the pastor, you know, and I mean, I know he probably can't get it. Roman has slept down with every, the probably slept with every um, sister in that church. Okay, so you'll go with Paxton all day long. You go with Paxton. Okay. Yeah. I like Paxton too because mm -hmm. he had, he was so mysterious. He was quiet. He was. And so, yeah. you know, he had to figure out, oh, okay, what's up? It's the quiet ones. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the ones that don't brag about it that you, you know. Yeah, it's the quiet ones and them preachers. <laughs> Jesus, how you not catching the Holy Ghost on that mug? <laughs> yes, honey. Whew. Okay, I love that. All right. <laughs> Author's moments, Bailey. Mm -hmm. What's your most urgent priority for the rest of the year? Not in the literary, well, a little bit of both in the literary world and in just regular everyday life. So my my most urgent priority is to stay alive, right? <laughs> Do not make me dance right now. I will shout in here, okay? Girl. Mm -mm. With all of these variants and all of this stuff still not settled, you know, in the in the air, mm -hmm. um, that's my most urgent priority is to take care of myself and take care of my family. Um, wash my hands, spray my Lysol, steal, you know. Yes. Um, and as far as the literary side goes, it's just to finish this 
this novel and uh finally release it uh but yeah staying alive yeah we need you to um release the, uh, you know i said these books is good and she just what happened to the, what is going on yes lord all right author's moments and being a novelist what did you learn a little too late you know what I learned a little too late is that I don't write books for my friends. I write books for people who enjoy romance novels. Go buy your books. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that um, coming in, I thought that my family and friends would be the ones that would be my biggest supporters. But I have created, I, I have been given a whole tribe of people who are not related to me by blood, but have become my literary family because they're the ones that read my books and support me. Right. And I think that I was trying to be mad about it. But then I realized like, that's not, you're not called to everybody. You know, your books are not for everybody. So you going people going to read what they like and, you know, your family just, they ain't the ones, you know, they support in other ways, but not reading books and buying no. Yeah, mine ain't either. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. I tell my guys some wine. They no, but yeah. <laughs> books. That's just not. And my, a lot of my friends too. The majority yeah. of my friends, they like they may read books. They don't read romance novels. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. So I, I have a whole slew of new people, like you said, new supporters, new everything that not only support the show, but they're like, hey, girl, come on here with this book club. We'll be reading that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So why can we talk to my friends and family about a book and they... What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So did you watch Empire? I'd be like, no, I'm reading the book. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. I, I get you on that. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Uh, author's moments. If you could have tea with one fictional character of yours, who oh would it be and why? I would probably have tea with um um probably with Avery from um what's the name of that book? Friend D to serve servant time and friend D. She was uh Samuel Valentine's uh love interest. Yeah. Um I appreciated Avery because Avery was a all the way boss, uh B A W S E of boss. No, and she 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 ran her business and she didn't let nobody um come after her, you know, and she stood her ground. She was smart, um, she knew what she was worth, and um, even being in a relationship with, with Samuel, she stood her ground and she knew who she was. She didn't bend uh you know or anything. And so I, I think that having tea with her, I would just want to pick her brain and be like, girl. How you do this? How you do it, girl? Yeah. I be like, girl, what did he like? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, 
first thing first. What is he right. like? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Authors moments. If you could sit down with your 15 year old self, what would you tell her? Oh girl. I would probably tell her that you are enough. You know, you you are smart. Uh you are you are kind, you are important. You know, you you uh you possess everything that you need to succeed without without um without needing to compromise your values or who you are. You know, I um you are beautiful and God made you that way and, and shine where you are. You know, I think that that's what I would have what I would love for her to know. I think, you know, as a teenager, you go through all of those feelings and emotions and then the boys come into the picture and, you know, you want to be somebody's girlfriend because all your friends got boyfriends and all of that stuff. And I, I think just telling her that, girl, let me show you how to run this table. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Right. <laughs> let me show you how to make them knock on your door. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what I would tell her. <laughs> You show you how to bring all the boys to the yard. Exactly. Yeah, These are the ingredients for the milkshake. Right. That's what I tell them. These are the makings of me. Okay. <laughs> I absolutely love it, honey. Authors moments. Uh, what would your pen name be? Well, Bailey is my pen name. Okay. Uh, Bailey West is my pen name. Yeah. Oh. Uh -huh. yeah, is my name. I um, I my maiden name is Bailey. <clears throat> my married name is West, and I named myself. Um, That's nice. Yeah, I dropped my first name. I'm, I honestly, in honor of my dad, um, I lost him, and uh, he didn't have any sons that mm -hmm. would carry on his name, and so you know, I changed it to Bailey so that he would have a legacy. That is so freaking sweet. Thank you. That's what's up. Yeah. I want to get my daddy last name back when my husband ain't going for us. <laughs> Next up. So, uh, <laughs> hey, it's my birthday weekend. We're having so much fun. So, y'all, it's so crazy. It's my birthday week and it's your um your week. You like your my anniversary. Yeah. Your anniversary week. Yes. Happy birthday. Yep. It's a good week. It is a good week. <laughs> this is a good week, baby. They're going to be like, oh, my God. We're going to drink after this. Y'all can't drink with us today. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Office moments. If you couldn't master one instrument, any instrument, what would it be? Mm, that's a good question. I think, I think the. Are we talking about musical instruments? Anything, girl. I asked one lady one time. She said a computer. I said, uh, hmm. Okay. All right. That's good. Um, I would say the piano. I would say the piano. So growing up, uh, my dad, um, I have a brother who is a, a jazz musician. Um, okay. and my brother is old enough to be my dad. So all of my siblings basically old enough to be my parents. But uh my dad decided that, you know, he wanted the musicianship to continue in the family. So he put me in voice lessons, but I didn't really want to be in voice lessons. I wanted to be in piano lessons. Oh. And so I didn't take the voice lessons as serious probably as I could have because I really wanted to learn how to play the piano. So I would say piano, piano, organ and piano players are the bomb. Like, I wish I could. Girl. Girl, you ever be like, what? Right. Yes, yeah. 
Authors moments. What's the proudest moment from the past 12 months? Oh, for the past 12 months. Let's well, we can take y'all way back, girl. We, can, we already know right. that you would like hearing. Right. That, that'd be a lot. Um, for the past 12 months, I think just um uh I, I don't want to keep saying this, but it's just the times we in, like just surviving, right? Um, look, I, I I didn't, I mean, they sent me home uh, from work, so I've been working from home, but just learning to navigate, um, you know, my creative space and my workspace, because they combine now, yeah. um, and just staying alive and keeping my family alive, you know, that's that's been my greatest accomplishment, just surviving this whole pandemic without losing my life. That's good right there. I know that's my girl. I'm with you on that, look, right... <laughs> As we speak, right here, keep keep it next to me. Exactly, exactly. My, oh, this is a cute, cute kind too. It's like the one the lavender can, like it's oh, that's nice. Shoot, lights off. We didn't see lights off for like six, seven months. Girl, I, say that y'all didn't. I did, kind of. What? When I tell you, a lot of old folks raised me. Uh huh. And honey, when them, when my my great aunt them got on the telephone, was like, baby. There's a storm out on the ocean mm. and it's traveling this whole way. Uh -huh. I was like, what how we need to get anchored over here? And I, right. you know, because it just started. They was like, honey, go light sauce, you know, get it. I was like, okay, then I can do that. So, girl, you know, I went and stocked up, girl. Good, good. I, good. Look, I still got a whole lot of I see you song you need. <laughs> <laughs> good, yeah. Girl, I was shifting it out. I was not playing. Mm -mm. All right, author's moments. What's the one dream that you tucked away? Besides mm -hmm. some voice lessons that you did nothing with. Nothing. Uh, nothing. <laughs> I mean, I sang in a choir. <laughs> um, <laughs> that yeah, I have tucked away. Tucked I away. Think, um, you know what? I'm I'm living my dream. I'm 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 living my dream of um being free to be authentically me. Um yeah to uh tell stories to meet new people to share um stories with people you know i think that that i think that is my dream i i i um have been very intentional to put the things that i need and want out into the atmosphere and then just work real hard you know consistently to get to those to those things and i can't think of anything else but i I'm, I'm sure once we get off of this i'll be like oh that's my dream oh cuz it's so tucked away <laughs> it's like tuck 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 all the way it's karate man it's all in a deep on the inside oh man it's like mommy the way it's like right, really right. The way. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Author's moments. Let's see here. What's something you try really hard to like, but just couldn't? Mm, you tried and really hard to like. Like I just can't y'all. Oh, oh help me God. And just couldn't. couldn't. Um it, it's some people. <laughs> I need a tamarind because she gonna make me dance in here. Today. <laughs> she gonna make me. It's the people that I try really hard to like, and I just could not. No matter how hard I try, I talk to I talk to people about. I just I don't like you. I just I did I don't like them. So 
that's just it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. I, I I'm with you on it. It's because it's a few that I just be like, it's just something that just something yeah about them. I yeah. just I just can't. I, I, I it won't let me go. And like when they say how the Holy Ghost catch it, it just won't let you go. It, it just won't no let no. Go. It's that it's the energy. It's sometimes the underlying um. Bullshit. things that they say and don't say it's yeah. the you know it all of that and i just don't have it now nah, i think we are sisters because that's what i used to say it's that underlying ugh yeah it just you know mm-hmm. make you want to knock their head off their shoulder yep yeah i yeah at this moment if money was no object where would you live i would live somewhere on a beach uh Oh, where I can hear the ocean every night. She's a beach bunny, y'all. Yes, I would. I mean, I would have those doors where I could just open and just hear the ocean and let it serenade me at night and go to sleep. I love the ocean. Can't swim a lick, but I love the ocean. <laughs> I'm actually kind of scared of water, but I love the ocean. <laughs> I won't do none of the stuff in there, but I love it so. I am not help, Lord. <laughs> she loved the ocean. Where are you originally from? I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. You hear me say her there? Yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, I heard that, and I was like, well, she <laughs> "That's my St. Louis accent." <laughs> I love, love, like she lives in New York, but now you know that. Hey, I live in in Massachusetts, and I'm ATL down. Exactly. I don't even try to talk over it. When I first moved to New York, um, people were like, what part of the South you from? Atlanta? No. Well, first, let's say there's more to the South than just Atlanta. Right. Even though we, we lit. But I yeah. <laughs> secondly, uh, no, there are other parts of the country other than the South. I'm from the Midwest. So it just specifically St. Louis, we just cannot pronounce words that have R's in them. They can't help here either. <laughs> oh, the Boston accent is something else. Girl, and when they, uh, two of my uh, friends, they got to argue with each other. Mm-hmm. I was so amused that <laughs> I didn't break an argument. I was just like, <laughs> like Jay, what you saying? What you think? I'm like, can y'all say it again? Because I missed it. <laughs> Everything, the car, the mind. And I like, ooh, oh, man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and in my country, it's like, look, y'all, let's just chill for <laughs> Listen, I talk so slow at that point. They all just like, okay, let's just calm down. <laughs> the struggles of it all. I, I, I'm with it, though. All right, cool. Let's see here. Ah, now we go get in your business a little bit. Okay. You and your boo. <laughs> What's the craziest thing you've ever done together? Ooh. So we've been together since we were 18 to 19 years old. Oh, y'all did a lot of crazy shit. We did lots of crazy crap together. Um, But I think one of the funnier stories is when we first started dating, um, we were at the grocery store and he, the type of guy, especially younger on, young, when we were younger, he liked to show out and show me he could do things. And so we were Hercules. in the cart down he was we got the groceries out the 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 cart and, and put it in the car and then he decided instead of pushing the cart into the corral that he was just gonna push it real hard and let it you know the momentum carry it into the corral 
And so when he pushed the cart, it went to the di direction of the cart uh, thing, but then it ricocheted off and kept going down the, the parking lot really fast until it hit a car. But what was stupid was somebody was in the car. So he was like, get in the car, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> He hit that people car so hard with that cart. I'm like, all you had to do was just walk it over there. <laughs> so we had instances like that. All like when we we were we got married, we went to the hotel after um our wedding, and they gave back when they still gave you keys to the room. They gave him keys to the room. He opened the door, and there was two people already in the room having sex. Oh my god. <laughs> They gave him the wrong room key. So, like, stuff like that, that's like, I have tons of those stories. Girl, yeah. I would have stayed and watched. They're like, y'all go ahead on. It wrote me a book, girl. I'd be like, that's the beginning of a book. I absolutely love that. All right. Arthur's moments. What are you amazingly good at? I am amazingly good at minding my business. <laughs> you really gonna make me shout now. I'm so good at it. Like I, I see people on social media and I'm like, you know how all of this can stop? Mind your business. Mind your own business. Then you don't have to worry about nobody else's because yours is enough, right? That. Yes, that's, that's just my philosophy. Like I got so much going on. I got enough business. I don't need yours too. You know, and, and if we just all mind our own business, the world will be a much better place. A cleaner place too. No oh, pain there. Yeah. Yeah. Mind your business, boo. That's it. Exactly. I absolutely love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> love it. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Author's moments. What's one mistake you keep repeating? Oh. The angle learn. That I just, I'm not going to learn. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You know what? <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. Uh, <laughs> God said. You look, you independent. You good. God said. <laughs> no, what did, I think one of the mistakes that I, that I keep repeating is, I don't know, struggling. I think. I, you know what? Not trusting the process. I don't trust the process. So when I, when I, when I put together a book, or even with work, or or even in my relationship, sometimes I I don't trust that the timing is going to be the timing, right? Mm -hmm. And I can't force it. Right. And so sometimes I find myself saying, "This is not happening fast enough. What am I doing wrong? Or this should have happened months ago." <clears throat> like with the book that I'm working on, this should have happened months ago, but then I have to try to remind myself, and then I get frantic, right? Cause, mm -hmm. oh my God, what am I going to do? I can't, I haven't gotten this done. And then I have to remind myself that timing is crucial. 
Yeah. Right. And everything has its own separate place on the timeline of our life. And no matter what we do, you can't move those dots on the timeline. I'm right. Okay. It goes there. It yeah. stays there. And so um, not trying to rearrange things, but just kind of going with the flow and the process and letting it happen when it's supposed to organically happen. Because when it happens in the right timing, then yeah. that's when it's successful. When you try to force it, it don't work. Y'all, somebody bring this girl some water because she done preached this thing, honey. <laughs> she done preached tonight on this here evening. Y'all hear me? That I'm talking about. Trust the process, baby. That's it. Yep. Trust the process. I absolutely love it. All right, cool. Author's moments. <laughs> What's something that you tried that you'll never try again? A girl, so first I, I have a, a six-year-old that's coming into the room. <laughs> hey, dude. Hey, boo. Hey, girl. Can you go? I'm doing something. Say okay, say hi. 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 Okay. No, go. 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 I'm sorry. Um that's a little, he's a little that's a little boy. Yes. Yeah, I and, thought you were, since you're a girl, I'm like, that's a boy, honey. All day a boy, too. Oh boy, I love it. That I can walk in here, white beat all like, hey. Yes. And with a game, he had a whole game. He was just gonna come in here and sit down and play while he get that from the daddy. That's how they feel. <laughs> <laughs> he just was coming. Um so it. something something that I tried that I'll never try. Oh, snorkeling, girl. So I told you I, I can't swim and I'm scared of water. But I decided, I think I was, I was, it was for my birthday. I was turning maybe 37, 40, one of those numbers right there. You know where it gets crucial. Yeah. Yeah. I went to Puerto Rico and I was like, you know what? I'm not scared of water. I'm going to snorkel. So we we got on the boat. <clears throat> they let us off. They gave us the little flaps and the little snorkel thing. Girl, you talking about panic attack? Like the water was slapping me in my head. I could, you know, like I couldn't, the, the snorkel thing, the goggles was fogging up. Water started coming in the hole, going down my throat. I was choking. And I probably was only in about five feet of water. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided that I'm never trying that again. So all the other people on the boat, they was all, look at the fish. Look at, I was over the boat. Like, oh yeah, that's nice. <laughs> I went and got back on the boat. I'm not good at it. Bailey, you gotta try at least one more time. Mm -hmm. well, <laughs> such an ordeal. It was such an ordeal. I think you probably should have the basics of swimming down in order to really try it, though. Probably, probably. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe not be a part of the One or the other, you know. I absolutely love it. All right. Bailey, dead or alive, if you were hosting a dinner party, and could invite five people from any era, who would it be? Oh, that's that's great. I would invite Malcolm X first. Yeah. He'll be the first person on my list. Mm -hmm. um, I was so, I think reading Malcolm X's uh, book when I was young made me realize that I was Black. Um, so Malcolm X, let's see. Real black. Black. Yeah, I mean, Malcolm <laughs> X was the truth. Um, yeah. And then I would say- too. Okay, okay, exactly. I love Come Malcolm. On, Malcolm. Yes. <laughs> um, I would probably <laughs> invite um 
I would invite Luther Vandross because he's one of my favorite singers. Mine too. He's one of my yeah, I love Luther. I yeah. miss Vandross. Um, I I would invite Prince because he was because cause Prince was cool. He was cool. Yeah, Prince was awesome. I would just like to be in his presence just to kind of get a feel for like who he really was because he, he was so mysterious. Girl, he he was, but he wasn't. I interviewed him a couple times. Really? Yeah. He is so freaking funny. Is he? What is oh he? My, he's just funny. And his he he talks with his 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 it, uh expressions. Ah, and you be them all like he girl. He was so fun, but he was so mad cool. And he was in. Uh, he came to Atlanta. We did an interview, or whatever. And his um um the drummer mm-hmm. Charles, mm-hmm. his four year old daughter passed away. Oh, wow. While he was in it, like she drowned, so she died. So, mm-hmm. girl, he was like, No, we're gonna do the prince. Was like, oh, We don't care if we in Atlanta, let's show over. That's mm-hmm. like, nah, That's my niece, we got to go, you know. Yeah, little Charlie's like, No, let's tonight, then we'll cancel the show. Girl, he played his heart out, mm-hmm. you know, like, they had to have a little intercept or you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Then when Prince go away, then the dude just play, No, 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 honey. That boy got to playing and crying, and Prince just sat there. Prince sat down on the stage and was just looking at him like we was. He didn't even go to the back to change or nothing. Wow. He said, we all go be on the stage together, and we all go walk off the stage together. And then mm-hmm. I was like, he was just, you know what I'm saying? That he was just, he was he was so cool. He was so, 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 so cool. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, that's my Prince moment. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, no, I love Prince. I love Prince. I, he was, I so love cool. Prince. I, um, I, so... So I said Malcolm, Luther, Malcolm Prince. Prince. I love music. Um, and I love RB. I love that, you know, RB music. And then I would I would say my grandmother from my mother's side and my father's side. Um, okay. because my parents were older when they had me, so I, I didn't get a chance to know my grandparents. And so I would love to sit down with them and see, like, girl, what's so what was your life? You know, like what how did I become? You know, I want to know all of that. Um, maybe they could tell me something about um, their parents and their grandparents, you know, and just uh, have a full experience with entertainment and my family around me. Girl, that would be hot. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. Your table is lit. Yeah. <laughs> Your table lit. Yes. Whew. I'm going to calm down, girl. Just that. Luther starts. Oh, I'm telling you. And Prince is so smart too. So his conversation with Malcolm will be girl. Amazing. Yeah, yeah amazing. Cause he was all, you know, he girl. And I would love to ask Malcolm X, like, what do you think about what's happening now? So you guys did all of this marching and protesting and and fighting, and we still are circling that same mulberry bush. Like we still are talking about police brutality we're still talking about modern day lynchings we're still talking about you know injustice everywhere like what do you think or or what's what what do you think we could do to change some of this stuff like i would love to hear his input on that you know what we can do and it's 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 power in in um togetherness girl i've been preaching that yes we all on one accord yeah, if, if we all stuck, stuck together for one hour on yep. just a random day, yep, they would be like, We would this whole universe would crave it. They would be like, Okay, well, who, yep. where, <laughs> where the hell they come from? Yep, you know, it's I, agree. Unity. I agree so much. I say that all the time. Like, if we could all just come together and just 
do something. You know what I'm saying? I, I say that even with my author colleagues, I, I, you know, if we could all just band together, you know, and, and decide that this is what's right and this is what we're going to do, you know, and not be motivated by what society tell us is correct or what publishing companies say we should do. But this is right. the standard that we're setting for ourselves. And if we all say that this is the standard, guess what it is? The standard. standard. And stick yeah. to it. But you got so many of us. Everybody want to be Nino Brown. Girl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody. It's like, do I, here's the, like you said, here's the plan. Execute it. Do no one waver. This is the line we're walking. Let's right. go. Yep. But girl, no. So that's the whole thing. If we could just stick together, baby. All right. You are so right. <clears throat> an absolute mess. I got an idea too for some authors. We'll talk about that after. Okay. okay. All right. Bailey, this is bringing us to the end of our interview. We have one question left. Okay. This has been so much fun. I have, I know, have enjoyed myself. Enjoy. Yeah. I have enjoyed myself. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed talking to you. But before I ask, we ask our last question of interview, tell everybody where they can find Bailey West, where they can get your books and all your social media handles and also your website. Okay. So um, I am, all of my books are on Amazon. You can find me under Bailey West. Um, Bailey, Bailey-West.com is my website. And then you can find me on all social media except Twitter because I, I don't really know how to do Twitter all the way. <laughs> but um, Instagram is author Bailey W. Facebook is uh, Bailey West. And then I also have a Facebook group, uh, Bailey's Coterie. And you can find all of that on Facebook. I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. All right, Bailey. Mm-hmm. If you were writing a book about your life, what would the title be? Uh, oh, if I was writing a book about my life, what would the title be? The title would be, um, free. It would be free. That's the name of my portrait. <laughs> That's it. Free. Free. Yep. It would be free. It would be free. I um I learned I so I grew up a church kid, if you Me can't too. tell from my books. Um yeah. my daddy was a preacher um later on in life. Uh and um I lived this strict unbalanced life, right? I, I didn't really know that I could love God and still have fun. And once I figured that out, I was like, oh, I'm free. Like I still can be saved and wear pants, girl. I still can be saved and smoke a cigar. I How about saved and have, have a glass of wine? Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I once I figured that out, yeah. it freed me so. Like life looks so different to me, mm -hmm. you know. And and I, I'm just free. That would be the title of my book. I absolutely love it, ladies and gentlemen. Please give a big. Brown Book Series round of applause to uh, contemporary romance author Miss Bailey West. Bailey, thank you so much for joining and having me. I had so much fun, girl. You had so much fun. I had too much fun. <laughs> oh, my, oh my god, I absolutely love it. All right, Bailey, hold one second for me, okay? Okay. All right, all right, you guys. If you love the interview, and I know you did, please like, subscribe, and share, and make sure you go pick up. Everything that has Bailey West's name on it. Everything. I don't care if you find a piece of mail with her name on it. <laughs> Take that to her though, but <laughs> pick it up. 
And y'all know what's going on. It's six o'clock. You know, uh, on Wednesday night, we're right here at the Brown Book Series. At seven o'clock, we're going to mold on over two authors behind the pages with Reese Ryan. And after we play with Reese from seven to eight, at eight o'clock, we go over to Iris Bolin's Iris Moments on Cruise Radio. And make sure you check out Sarah McLean's Faded Mate. Also, this will be our last um, interview for the year. And I'm so happy that Bailey uh, finished it out, you know, with me. Uh, birthday week, uh, it's our anniversary week. And, you know, it's the day I tell y'all asses, I see y'all in January. <laughs> so I'm about to be lit for the next couple of days. Even though I'm going to be off, off, uh, make sure you go check out rawexperience.com. That's R-R-A-W experience.com. Um, and get all the information over there before the event is going to happen on next year, October 28th and 29th in Alexandria, Virginia. This is a, an event you do not want to miss. You hear me? You don't want to miss this. You don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss what's going over there. Uh, we got uh, payment plans. We All that stuff. We take EBT cards. We do everything. Okay? And if you're a little up in age, you then call me. But like, baby, I don't do all that. You can send me a check. <laughs> we got all that. <laughs> but anyway, I love you guys. Um, you guys have happy holidays. You know, uh, please be safe. And uh, I love you guys. And the Brown Book Series will be back January 5th. All right. Holla at y'all later. Peace out. Open up your Brown Book, baby. It's for you. It's for us. The fantasies. No one can judge us. No one can judge Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.